I like big books and I cannot lie. Kim and Julie sure can't deny. When a book walks in with a big thick spine, we're gonna have a good time. So, baby, wanna talk books with ya? You get the picture. Just push play and subscribe and turn to chapter five. Hey! We're back. Yay! I missed you. I miss seeing your face too. I feel like we both, nobody could see us, but we're both like showered and like shiny and fresh today. So we're bringing that like just showered energy. (laughs) Yes. I washed my hair yesterday. So congrats to me. And then your bangs are banging. I love them. (laughs) I love them. So I feel like I need to go to the store, but I don't really need anything at the moment. (laughs) Just need people to see me. Can I go on like a little mini weather rant for just a moment? It's like, Absolutely. it's a selfish rant. And listen, I know I live in Alaska. Like I know what people think about Alaska weather, but we have had in the last seven days, every single day, we have had a storm warning. And when I tell you like day one, blizzard, day two, just kidding, rainstorm, day three, blizzard, and then we had just like ice, ice, ice. And then we had a windstorm that came through and warmed everything up, melted it, but like 60 mile an hour winds, everything's blown around. And today it was a, like a fog warning. But when I tell you everything in this city is coated in ice and that didn't even like constitute a warning, (laughs) it was like, there was nothing. I sent you that post that was from our like DOT that they did like a little vanilla ice caption about the ice on the road. That's it. It's like you go out there. There's so much snow that there's only one and a half ish lanes in the road. Everybody's still pretending like there's two, but with the ice on top of it, what happens is you're just all kind of sliding down to meet in the middle, which is really, it's just, I just got home from this commute and it was not enjoyable. There's cars off everywhere. Mostly like if you live in a place with snow, you know, it was like mostly the big old trucks, you know, going like 70 miles an hour down glare ice. And they're just all ping, ping off the road. Julie, there's no way I would survive. It's 75 here today. Like legit 75 degrees. I don't even know why I wore a long sleeve shirt. Allie's in shorts and flip flops and it's legit her winter break. So she's home today. So if you hear a rambunctious eight year old, you're welcome. But she is in shorts, a t-shirt and flip flops. And she was playing outside just a while ago. And I took Seth to daycare. He's in pants, but because they keep the room really cold there, but he's in a short sleeve shirt. Like just living our 75 degree weather life. I would die there. There's no way. And I have lots of layers of insulation, you know, (laughs) but like I would die. (laughs) I don't even know how to drive on ice. Like I would go nowhere. (laughs) I think I'm just, I, no matter what it is, I feel like I need to live closer to you because the, like, even if we're in the same time zone, when I tell you last night, it would have been like two, it was 10 o'clock here. So it would have been two in the morning in the East coast. And the amount of things I wanted to send you at two in the morning. You should have sent it anyway, because I have a notifications, like do not disturb on my phone from like midnight to 6am. So I would just get it when I wake up. I waited. I waited until this morning and I started sending them with like a slightly more sleepy enthusiasm, but yeah. I just need you to move to the East Coast. It's a lot warmer, like where I'm at. I'm meant to be a Southern Belle. I think it's in the cards. 
I do too. I do So we thought it would be fun to come back and talk about spring 2022 books that we've read so far this year, what we've been loving, what we didn't finish, like what has been the vibe of this year. Uh So if you want some book recommendations, we're going to bring them. Okay. Do you want me to start or do you want to start? Can I just start because (laughs) I have been waiting to (laughs) tell you. So I just last night, you guys, I finished the second book in the Crescent City series by Sarah J. Moss. And I reread the first one right before so I can get in that like mood and that zone. And Mm -hmm. this one is very similar in pacing in that it's massive world building. And so really like the first 50, 60% of the book is all this like stuff that needs to be laid out in order for everything else to happen. But Mm -hmm. the characters, I was thinking about this last night when I wanted to be telling you this, like the characters are so rich and their storylines are so interesting, unique, separate and entwined. And you care so much. I don't know because I've read books and I don't even care about the main character, but there's like 10 characters and I'm, I'm in all of their stories. It's yes, like, simultaneously. But when I tell you there will be no more exciting ending in history than the ending of this book. Like I cannot wait. Like if I was there, I just feel like showing up at your door. Like, can you just put everything else aside? (laughs) Can you just please focus? Because I just want to talk to you about this. It's so crazy. I feel myself starting to wheeze. (laughs) I'm so excited. (laughs) It is. Is there going to be a third one? Or is it done? No, no. I feel like the adventure is just beginning. No, (laughs) really? Oh, Kim, you don't, I, you don't even know. You look so happy. (laughs) I am. It's not like, I was thinking about this today and, you know, we talk about Zodiac Academy and there's that series of books here. And in some ways I'm starting to think feel like those authors, like all authors are going to do this to some extent, but I feel like they've really capitalized on social media, the cliffhanger. Like, I think Mm -hmm. they make things dramatic to be dramatic. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. I could name so many series and I know that we talked about them before. Like why? (laughs) Right. And so I feel like Sarah J. Moss she, there have been in like, quote, like cliffhangers to books, Uh but I feel like they're really a valuable part of the story and they're not like a tool for manipulation per se. Yeah. Yeah. Make sense on there. So if you haven't read Crescent City one or two, know that the world building is a lot. Like some people I think got lost, especially because they're all like big dense books. Mm -hmm. Um, but it is so worth it. Like the journey you're about to go on is it's I'm excited. (laughs) Well, I will start out. I'll start out with what I'm already done reading, but I read Brutal Prince by Sophie Lark and it was okay. Like it was, 
it, I really thought it was going to be better than it was. And I follow Sophie Lark on TikTok and she seems like a beautiful person, but it just didn't jive with me. It wasn't my like taste. I thought it could, there could be more, you mm-hmm. know, it was, you know, for a mafia romance, it was what it was. So I gave it like a two and a half out of five. If I had to like give it stars or chili peppers or whatever you do, all <laughs> and then I read Neon Gods. It, I read that on Audible and it was okay. There were parts of it where I felt like, I'm just going to be real. She added spice where there didn't really need to be. Like it was just like, why? But I have never read a Hades or Persephone's book, like a take on their love stories. Mm-hmm. So that part was interesting. And the way they spun it to be more modern day. I liked that part, but would I read it again or would I recommend it? Probably not. Those two I did read and they're like, "Mm, okay. I was going to say I read last year, A Touch of Darkness, which is another Hades and Persephone retelling, which must be popular. I did not enjoy it at all. I felt like it ruined those types of retellings for me and don't personally don't recommend. And that book is so well liked on TikTok. It really is. You see it recommended all the time. And for some reason, the retelling of those stories really didn't interest me too much. But for, I was like, well, you know, I have an audible credit. I'm sitting here making like a a ton of graphics. And I love to like either listen to a book or music while I'm making graphics. And so I turned it on and I was just like, okay. Like in the beginning, it was really good. But then like, 60% 60% the way the book. I'm like, why am I, why am I doing this? <laughs> but when you think about retellings, like some of my favorite all time in life books have been retellings. You know, you think about like uh, Medea. I don't know if you're familiar with that story, but Medea is like the, is it a Greek story where she, she marries Jason, they move to like his homeland. And then it's said that he leaves her and she like murders him and the kids or like herself. I've never heard of that. I'm I'm listen, if you know what I'm talking about, I have just horribly described that. So forgive me. <laughs> but there's a retelling of it mm-hmm. from the woman's point of view. And it's so it's like retelling history mm-hmm. with voices that weren't represented at that time. And that made such an impact on me as well as the red tent book. Right. Because it was like, wasn't that Ruth from the Bible? And they retold that from the women's point of view. And I just, I loved those books so much. So in theory, retelling books should be like way up there. Cause it's like history and, you know, yeah. add some romance or some spice in there, but I have not found one in the last several years that has, that I would recommend to anybody. Yeah. Same. So what's the next one that you've been reading? Well, I started out the year really lame. Like I, (laughs) it just like nothing was, was vibing. I had a bunch of two-star reads, which I won't bore everybody with all of them, but I read Her Soul to Take, which is, Mm -hmm. you know, it's a popular recommended book. It's it's like a mystery. It takes place in sort of like a Louisiana type setting. It has that kind of voodoo witch doctor thing going on. In theory, great book. In reality, not at all for okay. me. This hmm. is the one where it's like if you like emo, goth, skinny little. I think you 
mentioned this before. I did to you. So yeah. I, I warned you away. So yeah, <laughs> that was a two star. And then I read The Witch Collector. Well, mm-hmm. I, I did not finish. I made it to 84%. And I, at 84%, I sat back and I thought I could care less. Like I doesn't matter to me what's happening with these characters, what happens with the plot line. Like it just, I gave it all that time and it did not capture me. So yeah, I had to put it away. Yeah. Well, while we're on the same trend, I, you know, I started Zodiac Academy last year And I was in the throes of book five in January and almost like I was probably in the last 30 to 40 pages of book five and beginning book six. And I just stopped. I was like, no, I'm not doing this to myself because book seven came out in December and the next book, which is the final book of the series, isn't coming out till this November, November, 2022. And my best friend, Holly, (laughs) I think you were too, y'all were like destroyed by that cliffhanger. And she, I remember she texts me and she is one, she goes to sleep even earlier than I do. Like she's in the bed by 8.30 (laughs) and she's like texting me at 1am, which I didn't get to the next morning. And she, in all caps too, she's like, this cliffhanger destroyed me. I'm not, e- I'm, I'm not even asleep yet. I have to be up in like five hours and I'm crying in my bed and I'm trying not to wake up my husband. It destroyed me. And I'm like, you know what? You still the deal. I am DNFing until November of 2022. And I will start the series over again in November, 2022, when all the dagger books are out and Kim's not stuck on a cliffhanger. Cause I don't do well with cliffhangers. I do not do well with them. Right. The manipulative cliffhangers. Yes. They are one of them and they are, I'm sure they're lovely people, but those two sisters just need to chill a little. Okay. Like you do not have to do that. It is not, you do not have to mess with my emotional health in that manner. (laughs) Gosh, that's where I'm at with that one for this year. Well, I think after I went into like my spiral of two star books, I had a bright spot in there. I read Of Golden Dust by Samantha Wills. It's a nonfiction book and it's just such a beautiful story about a woman who is building a business, the realities of what it takes to build a multi- seven figure business and the toll it can take emotionally, physically in your personal life. But it's also sort of the magic of how all these serendipitous events happened to be able to make this thing possible. Like it definitely felt like whether it's fate or what, you know, whatever you believe, like she was being guided along this path to really like reach this potential. And then when she got there, it really talks about like how she thought about what her next steps were and like where she was going. And I just, at the time when I read it, like I just, I needed that. I, it spoke to so many parts of who I am, but also like what I was feeling in those moments. And it just really was a huge bright spot. I finished that in December and, or January. And it was just, I needed that book. Yeah, I actually listened to that on Audible because of your recommendation. 
So I read that in January and then I instantly followed her on Instagram and just binged all of her content on there. But I love that story because not only did she narrate it and I love hearing her read it herself and her inflections and her emotions as she was reading it, but also she gets really raw Mm -hmm. and I am not about fluff. Like I'm silly and goofy and I love to bring joy to like whatever situation I am in. But if we're getting real about stuff, don't give me fluff. You know, I'm a straight shooter and she just shoots you right to the core. And she talks about, you know, her relationships ending and how detrimental that was to her and her recovery and healing process from that. She talks about how, she she had like physical health crises mm-hmm. <laughs> because she had no understanding of self-care mm-hmm. and like putting her health first. But then she talks about these beautiful intuitive moments and like how God, the universe, whatever you, your belief is, how it guided her along the way. Mm-hmm. And it's so admirable because she just straight up walked away from that seven figure business to follow her intuition worked what she thought that God was leading her to do. And I love that. I just love it. Yeah. It was a beautiful story. So if you're looking for inspirational business type book or just inspirational autobiography, I think you could really like that book for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So where I'm at now in my reading, I'm in the midst of the Throne of Glass series. (laughs) I bought, you know, I mentioned I bought the Black Friday deal where you bought all, I think it's eight books for $5 on Kindle. And I'm in, I think I'm in book six because it all runs together. So Mm -hmm. it doesn't, can't really keep up with which book you're in, but I'm so deep into that. I'm about 70% through. It's so good. It's so good. There's so many characters. It is so meaty. It's like sitting down and eating the heartiest, meatiest stew. And it has like 10,000 flavors. You know, have you ever ate that before? Mm-hmm. And it's just like oh, all the vegetables and the meat and the carbs all in one filling. And you're just, oh, uh, you're savoring it. I think that's what I'm doing is I'm savoring it. Because um, there's been several times where I have to go back and I'm like, wait, what? What just happened? Uh, I have to like trace the character back <laughs> and understand the significance. There's so much symbolism. There's so much foreshadowing. And you're like, hey, this is going to happen because she did this like a hundred something pages back. I love it. I can't I even that. imagine how her mind works. Like to not only oh. think out these really interesting, unique plot lines, but yes. you know, we should just start. I'm sure we could just join a fan club, but I feel like mm-hmm. <laughs> people are coming here and they're like, do they talk about any other authors besides their yeah. Mons? yeah, we do for sure. But she is definitely a big one to me, but we love her um, the mostest. Yes. But if you are looking for a strong lead character from the get go, story of survival, story of coming into who you're meant to be and your gifts and your talents, and then just kicking some ass just all along the way, (laughs) you know, like that is, that is the series you need to take. And she begins as one character. And now like where I'm at the book, 
I'm just like, how did you get there? Like, you're so much better. <laughs> like, it's so, it's so good. So yeah. good. I love in that if we're going to compare the two series, which is really ultimately unfair. And by the two series, mm-hmm. I mean a court of thorns and roses and mm-hmm. that series and then the throne of glass. The main characters both started out with grit and determination, but I feel like in Throne of Glass, she just started out more like yeah. she was further along the line, but that doesn't make her transformation and the, the ups and downs that she has to endure in the series any less impactful at all. But it's just like, you're kind of starting out already with a, a character who has a a really good sense of herself and who she is. And she might not be willing to, you know, look at or accept all of the things, but whereas, you know, I think Pharaoh was just in pure survival mode. Right. Right. And she was in survival mode for so long that I don't think she really could understand who she was. Like she was just trying to get food on the table, literally, mm-hmm. but Selena in throne of glass you know, yes, she was definitely in survival mode, but she was already slitting throats and taking names. <laughs> like she was, she just was not about it. And I love it. I love it. So I'm in the middle of that. And when I'm done, I don't know where I'll go. I probably will need like a couple of days. <laughs> I probably will go. I'll probably read like a refresher, something simple and light, and then go into Crescent City is where I see myself hitting (laughs) my fingers crossed. Yes. (laughs) I feel like I went on a little bit of a rereading binge after I had like three two-star reads. I was fed up. I was like, I just need to go back to something that I already know and like. So I was, I went back to the professional by Cressley Cole, which is in our spicy book episode. And We talked about that author just like having completely gone off the radar for several years, like at least two to three years. Nobody knew what happened. Well, her new book came out that's part of the Immortals After Dark series, and it's called Monroe. Okay. And it was so good. It was like she didn't skip a beat, just picked up right where she left off, if not even better. Like it was just such a great, I needed that moment. So that got all the stars. Mm -hmm. And then I started a book shardless, which Mm -hmm. is, I see it recommended a lot. And I think I had stayed away. The name is the name did not vibe with me. Yes. I remember you saying that. This sounds kind of like what? And you get it. They do explain it in the book. Fine. And I don't know, like I am at the end of this book, there's maybe, I listened to the audio version because it was really um, recommended and mm-hmm. highly rated. And when I actually read, if you read the reviews for this book on Audible, it's like five star, five star, five star. Everybody loved the narration and the book. And we got to a point where I'm not going to spoil anything else, but there is zombies. No way. <laughs> Your face. I wish I wish somehow we could like post these recordings because people just need to see your face and be like zombies. Oh, there's just so <laughs> many other interesting things I think somebody could do. And yeah, there's like a take on it, but <laughs> I mean, what are we doing? Like Hashtag even the zombies. 
even <laughs> philosophically, like I saw something where somebody was saying that the rise in popular culture of zombies relates to how people feel about themselves in this technological age where we all just want to check out and be like, you know, electronic zombies. Like I, we're past that. Like we're moving yeah. beyond that. What's we, that show that had all the zombies that I never watched? Oh man, my best friend Jacqueline was obsessed with it. I feel like it didn't have zombie in the name. No, did it? It was like um a pop a pop. Oh my god, I'm so southern. Apocalyptic. <laughs> and it had like zombies and they were fighting. There was like a bunch of memes and gifts about it. I know what you're talking about, but I didn't watch it either. Oh, yeah. So I can't yeah. help you with that. Yeah, I'm like, that is past. Like the zombie era is gone. So I have forced myself to like keep continuing on to see where it's going to end, but I, I don't know. It lost its, it, it lost some stars at that point for me, for sure. And then we did get, there is the book court. Okay. So the book court is book four of the crave series by Tracy Wolf to okay. So I read the first book and it was super, cheesy it was like straight back to twilight i was not gonna pick up is that the cover that was like black and they were holding an apple or something something like each cover has like one graphic element and then there's like blood on it or something yeah um so i i put the first like i read the first one and thought okay i did that never gonna do it again but then i kept seeing reviews and people were saying okay but like yeah we get it book one was what it needed to be, but it it's good. So keep going. So I did, and I read two and three and I was, I was fine with it. It Uh still kind of reminds me of the maturity level of twilight. So Uh I got book four. I think I'd pre-ordered it right after book three. Otherwise it just showed up on my Kindle. I was like, Ooh, surprise. So I'm reading that. It's unique. It has a great perspective and I'm liking book four. Am I liking it enough to put it aside for other books. No, like it's not keeping my attention, but I think if I had read them all at once, yeah, I would have just kept buzzing through them. And part of the book at least takes place in Alaska, like up, you know, by Fairbanks. And so I I can get down with that. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. I um, don't have any more books as far as this goes at this point. I just need to finish Thorn of Glass. So that I've read, but I'm looking forward to the ones that we listed in our to be read list. So. Yeah, I think because I'm going on a trip soon. And so I think besides finishing court in Shardless, potentially finishing Shardless, <laughs> I will, I'll probably pick up the Diana Gabaldon book, The Outlander, because that's a big chunky book. Well, you know what book's coming out next month on my birthday month. What? Remind it's me. Mark. It's um I'm... the blood the blood and ash, the new one. The War of Queens or Two Queens of War. Uh, it's coming out in March. Just the audiobook, right? Not the physical copy. Shoot. I'll read the audio. I'll no, listen. wait, I meant just the Kindle version, not the that's the only one I read is the Kindle. Right. So, but if you want the physical copy of that book, there was some supply chain issues. So she said that. Yes, I remember that. You sent that to me. No, you sent it to me. Oh, I did. <laughs> I swear to God. 
I swear that we're intelligent. I'm an intelligent person. Okay. <laughs> I loved it. Cause it must've just been a moment. You saw it and it said supply chain issues and release yeah. date. And then you said, but what about the Kindle version? And so I went and looked at the post and it said the Kindle version was still coming out. <laughs> so I was like, Kim, you didn't read the post. I didn't even read the caption. I just freaked out and sent it to you like immediately. <laughs> like ultimate panic. I think that when we come back in summer 2022, because mm-hmm. this is our spring episode, we're going to have yeah. some great updates to our, our yearly list. And if you have read Crescent City by then, I would like a award and a pat on the back for keeping my lips sealed. Because uh, you, try. you are not gonna, you are not. I'll be I waiting. So hard to get details out of you, and I always fail. So I'm not even gonna attempt. <laughs> I would be too scared to like give away one single hint, and so I really just like cannot <laughs> say anything other than you're gonna, you're gonna just be so surprised. You're not gonna see this coming. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited, Neil. Yes. All right. Well, if you have book recommendations for us, because I would say for both of us, the year has been sort of want, want, you know, other than like a couple bright spots. So mm-hmm. give us something really good, like throw your best of the best recommendations at us. Cause we, we don't want to hit like a reading slump. That'd be real sad. For sure. Please bring them on. Well, we will see you in the next book episode. Yay. Bye, y'all.